This is, man, this already smells amazing. It's nice to be able to do a rye. Yeah, it is. Without, Without Dan being, complaining the whole time. Dan being a bitch. <laughs> Little bitch. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I am not Dan, even though I'm sitting in his chair. But I'm Roberto Pidialdo. Yeah, Dan uh, is in Ukraine fighting for Russia right now. Yeah. He joined the Ukraine forces. <laughs> it was actually part of why in the news this morning, you know, they ran Russia out of a city. And it's all because of Dan. Big, uh, he took his arsenal out there. Um, but so for real. again, I don't know. <laughs> For real, he's in <laughs> Slovenia. Slovenia, yeah. Like hiking, like a <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> what are you doing? Is, what does one do in Slovenia? I'm gonna go hiking. Perfect. There's a forest preserve down the street here. Same yeah. Thing. In like three weeks, I'm going to Mexico to sit on a beach for ten exactly. days. That's what you should do on a it's vacation. Like Mexico Beach, Slovenia, terrorist attacks. <laughs> <laughs> You get kidnapped, abducted, and then thrown in prison like a spy. I mean, I just don't, I just don't get it. But yeah. Good for him. Yeah, so he's having fun. Um, I think we'll get some pictures on, on the Instagram and Facebook um, of what he's doing. And he took um, his little bottles that he always yeah, he, pictures Yeah, he brought with. some mini bottles. He got a Willet, um, a Four Roses, um, a couple uh, others. I can't yeah, remember Willet, which other. Willet Rye. Yeah. Which I had never seen a shooter will it rhyme. Yeah, me either. That was so cool. I got one back here somewhere. Yeah, I have one in my boxes packed somewhere. That was pretty neat. That was pretty cool. I, I got a Four Roses, a will it rye, a Buffalo Trace, a Bullet, uh, and a couple more that were really cool. Oh, the Blantons. Blantons? Oh, yeah, the Blantons. Did you find that Oh, no, one? I got the Blantons oh, yeah, 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 yeah. a while ago. That's a cool one. I got a new riff. Four Roses I got a new and riff. the... Uh, yeah, I get a the new Willet Rye. Yeah, I wish Buffalo Trace would have had some blends bottles, some shooters. I mean, I don't care about the yeah. bottle itself. So blends shooters that would have been cool. Yeah, that's all right. Dang, that was <laughs> fun. I don't even remember recording the last episode that we did live at the house. At the house, yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I remember parts of it. I don't know what we talked about. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, we killed that. Uh, the pepper rye <laughs> in one sitting. We're making old fashions. Old fashions Those are pretty good. I we drank a lot of old fashions uh, in the Kentucky sun. That was nice. That was yeah. fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing that episode from from the Kentucky house. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we just needed some live music. Yeah, <laughs> bluegrass band out there. <laughs> That would be cool. Yeah. So uh, today we are drinking E.H. Taylor rye uh, because Dan's not here and Dan doesn't yeah. like rye. I still don't get it. You know, it's all in his mind. There's yeah, I think so. I, like almost every rye we've tried on the show, he's liked. But yeah. then he still says, I don't like rye. Right. Yeah, yeah, I hate <laughs> rye. But this one's great. Oh, I this hate one's rye. really good. But, but this I don't one, like this one, rye. I don't like rye. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then it's funny because when we do the blind tastings, and that's the that's the proof that it's in its hand. In yeah. Its hand. When we go to uh, Gold Eagle, local local liquor store for for us here in the northwest uh, suburbs, um, and we do the blind tastings, and there have been a few rise. Yeah. And Dan's like, "This is great. This is great. I I rate it five. Because they give us a, you know, they give you a scorecard. You rate it on finish, nose, uh, taste. It's just great. And then they reveal, and it's a rye. And like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all in his head. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. It's just, just okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna put it down as a two now. <laughs> Freaking Dan. Uh, he yeah. has rated like really good rye whiskeys as a five. Yeah, for sure. And then like, he's like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, exactly. But Whatever. I, maybe one day he'll come around. Maybe one day. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about today's episode because I love this. is one of my fa uh, favorite whiskeys of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a Buffalo Trace product. It's bottled in bond, so it's 100 proof. Um, it's a straight Kentucky rye. Mm -hmm. um, bill 1? I think it's Mashbill one, isn't so too. it? Or no, yeah. was, this is the Rye Mashbill. Oh, I'm well, I'm an idiot. Um, regular Taylor, I think, is Mashbill one. Small batches that are one. Yeah, this is I'm an idiot. This is Mash, um, the Rye Mash. Yeah. Um. um yeah. So I mean, this is the same Mashbill as the Pappy Rye too. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they were. I mean, because it's amazing. I didn't know that how the they just make older whiskeys based on the same mash. Yeah. Either one, two, or Rye. Yeah, that, that's you know, when we were at Buffalo Trace. Uh, week couple couple weeks ago now um you know they said that they they don't select um or they don't age for particular right. whiskeys they just take samples and they say like oh this is definitely this is a taylor or this yeah. is a blanton's or this is a stag yeah. or whatever um yeah. and it's they kind of know where certain things in the warehouse should go yeah um, but a lot of it comes down to like final tasting taste. and like, and blending barrels to get the, yeah. the right profiles, um, which is pretty interesting. It, and it was really cool when the guy was talking about the, the guide, um, he was talking about the, the standard. So they keep a bottle of the standards, you know, that at some point many years ago, somebody said, this is Pappy 23. Yeah, and they they bottle it and they protect it with their lives because that's the standard. Then when they go tasting, all right, bring out the standard and then taste it against it and see if it tastes like Pappy Twenty Three. Yeah, and he said that they proof it like way down to like it was like forty proof or yeah. something, and then yeah. they taste the two side by side. Yeah, to see it, how like close they are, which and is for the flavor profile. Interesting, yeah. yeah. It makes sense, right? You take a lot of the ethanol out and yeah. truly focus on the flavor. Uh, that was a great story. You know, and I guarantee you, because we were in the warehouse. We were in warehouse, what was it, two? I mean, uh, H? It was, yeah, warehouse H. Which is famous as hell. Yeah. And apparently has its own Facebook group. Um, Or was it? No, that was, yeah, that was at Buffalo Trace. They yeah. Were together. It was, uh, yeah, warehouse H. Um. What did he say? I think that's where a lot of the all the pappies are. Yeah, the yeah. pappies come out of there. Yeah, typically. And um, the tailors. He was talking. That the one next door, I think, was Warehouse C, C, which was the tornado one. Yep. 
uh, which that special uh, Taylor release came out. Yeah. The Warehouse C Tornado, which is like $10,000. That it's selling for, <laughs> yeah, selling for $10,000 a, a bottle. Um, that was really cool at Warehouse H, where, you know, he was obviously talking about the the places in the warehouse, to your point. Well, the, you know, the ones at the top are probably going to be Buffalo Trace. We're sitting at the bottom, when these are probably going to be Pappies. And <clears throat> I guarantee you I saw a barrel that was more than 20 years old r- sitting yeah. right next to us on the right and it just looked old as hell. I mean, it had no markings left. They just kept the barcodes, you know, sticker on the side. Um, but I guarantee you that was that was ready to be a pappy at some point. Probably, yeah. Which is so cool, <clears throat> man. That history. Um, but yeah, we we didn't taste any Buffalo Trace rye whiskeys in the tasting. No, um, we just had regular Buffalo Trace, Blanton's yeah. Eagle Rare. And then uh, uh, the bourbon bur- cream, the bourbon cream and uh, root beer. And and didn't they have white dog there? No. Oh, the we had the Wheatley vodka. Oh, the vodka. That's yeah. what it was. That was actually really good. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was one of the more drinkable vodkas I've had. Which yeah. like, I, I hate vodka so much. Yeah. But that one was like almost drinkable for me yeah <laughs> so, i mean i, I like vodka. it's it's kind of saying something that it's yeah it's kind of like know. dan and his rye whiskeys yeah <laughs> uh i i like vodka in you know i enjoy a good russian vodka or french like gray goose which mm-hmm. they tend to be the highest qualities or tito's which is really high quality tito's vodka is actually a really good vodka uh and then you know, that's my standard for me. And I tasted this and I'm like, holy crap, that weeded vodka was so freaking good. Yeah. And it was, um, he said that's like a regular corn mash bill, I think. I right? think so. It's like corn and wheat. Yeah. And like, uh, and, uh, I think he said it was like $18. It was cheap. It was 19 about Yeah. yeah. Which they, is like, they had a shitload at the store. It, for the quality, that's a fantastic price, yeah. I think. It was great. Uh, good vodka, but yeah, I was, I, I wish they would have given us some sort of rye, maybe, you know, like a Taylor rye or whatever. Yeah. Uh, something really cool. Something cool, <laughs> but it was good. You know, I, I was talking to the owner of, uh, our local store, Gold Eagle a couple of minutes ago. Cause I stopped by, um, to say bye and to pick up a bottle. And, um, I was telling him, you know, with the first time I went to Buffalo Trace two, almost three years ago, um, it wasn't as commercial, yeah. As it is now, like, I feel like I was being dropped off at Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with the ticket lines and the big store. The store was not that big. It was about half the size when I went. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's expanded as hell. Huh. Uh, and the tastings, well, at least my tasting was done in a, like, the regular bar, not in tasting rooms. And they probably existed. I just didn't see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. It just felt like I was getting dropped off at Disney World. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it was still fun, though. Yeah, I mean, it was cool to to go there. Um, you know, they're they're in the middle of that massive expansion. Um, yeah. So in, like, what, f- five, six years, we should start seeing yeah. more stuff, like, on the shelf and, yeah, you know, like, readily available. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be nice. It'll be like, nice. <laughs> you know, some of my favorite stuff is Buffalo Trace, yeah. so. You know, and I agree. You know, I, I think I, I'm torn a little about what's going to happen because they are doubling the expansion or their capacity. They're expanding to double capacity. Mm-hmm. 
which says a lot. And we are going, you know, we're going right now through the bourbon craze. We're like right in the middle of it mm-hmm. where everybody's looking for a Buffalo Trace product. And five years from now, Buffalo Trace products are going to be available in any in any store, in any shelf, because they're double or even tripling capacity. Yeah. So I'm torn because, one, on, I mean, on one side, they're one of my favorite whiskeys. They do make amazing whiskeys. Yeah. And I like them, and I if I can find them, if like if I could find this one, Taylor Rye, I would buy it every week just so I can have it. Yeah. Right now, I still, you know, I have one and a half bottles, and the other one I'm not going to open anytime soon because I'm like, well, shoot, I can't find another one. Yeah. But then on the other side, I don't know, it loses a little bit of the, the mystic, yeah. aspect to it. You know, it's like okay, well, the, like legendary status. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so now you find E. H. Taylor Rye on any shelf at the Jewel. The grocery store, you're like, eh, it loses a little of the mystic aspect, yeah. you know? I mean, supposedly, though, it's how it used to be. Back in, yeah, back when people Where it was vodka. like, yeah. Weller, Taylor, Blanton's was like everywhere, and no one wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> so the we went to see, obviously, at uh, Buffalo Trace. Well, I mean, not obviously, but they took us through the Blanton's warehouse where they bottle and label and pack. Mm-hmm. Blends, every blends bottle that you see is it goes through that small warehouse. It's not even a warehouse; it's more like a shop. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's pretty cool. We didn't get to see the production running. Uh, when you do see that, it's pretty cool how they bottle the bottles by you know almost by hand. Um, and I say that I, I mean I'm telling this story because when I went and the production was running, the the guy that gave us a tour was saying Blanton's was just. You know, it's just another whiskey that was sitting to your point on the shelf at a store. Yeah. And the original bottle of blends, it was it didn't have the topper. And but mm-hmm. nobody wanted those whiskeys. People were drinking vodka or gin. And like everybody in, in Kentucky said, whiskey was your grandfather's uh drink and that's it. Yeah. So then at some point, uh Buffalo Trace are like, Well, we gotta come up with a marketing ploy to sell these bottles because nobody wants them. Yeah, and they came up with the horse <clears throat> topper as a collectible, and apparently, like, it took off really nice because everybody wanted to collect the toppers. Yeah, it's pretty pretty clever. And it it was the first single barrel whiskey. Yeah, yeah, um, which is pretty neat. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, I I love blends. It has such a special smell to me. Like when we were in the tasting room, just smelling it, like, yeah, this is exactly what it is. Yeah. Even though I didn't get it right at the, at the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, we'll talk about uh, E. H. Taylor and like how he fits into the Buffalo Trace story real quick. Nice. Um. So he was a distiller, um, and he's actually known for kind of modernizing distilling in Kentucky. Um. So. He uh, originally, um, in 1869, purchased a distillery that he decided to call Old Fashioned Copper, uh, which is now a whiskey that Blant- uh, that uh, Buffalo Trace releases every once every yeah, year. Yeah, like once a year or something. Um, yeah. Which is the OFC, mm-hmm. um, which is impossible to find. You can't find it. Um, yeah. I don't even know who gets that. Probably... The people yeah. at the distillery are like the one who owns it. And then, they get it. and then they take it home and that's it. Yeah. Um, 
so uh that was uh when he bought that distillery that was his first um foray into distilling um so he modernized expanded and upgraded everything in the plant um he used copper across all aspects of the distilling process so all the fermentation tanks were copper all the piping was copper and all the pot stills were copper um which helps uh fight bacteria growth and and keeps uh and takes impurities um, yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, filters um, sulf- sulfur, sulfur and other yeah. crap, you know, that you don't want in your whiskey. Yeah. So um, that was kind of like a big step forward. Um, he developed a more efficient method of sour mashing. Um, so carrying over uh, some of the waste from your mm-hmm. previous distillation, uh, which also helps combat yeah. some of that uh, bacteria growth. And it actually helps enhance flavor or keep, flavor consistent from batch to batch yeah um i didn't know this but he was actually the mayor of frankfurt for 16 years oh nice which is funny (laughs) um and then in uh 1879 george t stag actually bought the ofc distillery um incorporated into the buffalo trace Mm -hmm. Uh, family, which I don't think it was called Buffalo Trace yet at that point. No, but, yeah. Um, it was probably it was like the George T. Stag distillery, distillery or something, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, Taylor was also instrumental in getting the Bottled and Bond Act passed. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. That is um, a cool story. And there was, you know, they they had all the old signs and everything about uh, Colonel Taylor there and the the history. And then what was really cool, it was the, the warehouse that we they walked us by on the way to the, the Cooperage. Well, it's not the Cooperage, but where they have the barrels. Yeah, yeah. At the very top, you see the OFC that's still there 200 years later Yeah, on the warehouse. That was super cool. Yeah, and then um, Taylor, I think after OFC was purchased, he went down the road a little bit and started the uh E.H. Taylor yeah. distillery which is now Castle and Key. Yeah. Um which is beautiful as well. Beautiful property. Like right in the in the hills, like in the middle and of like a valley almost, right? Yeah. Like surrounded by hills and by the river. Yeah. So freaking nice. It's really cool. Um too bad we didn't get in. Well, I mean, Dan did, but Yeah. He, he left us for the Ukrainian war, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> It's fine. It, so, like the the castle and keep building is all limestone, I believe. Um, and at the time, I think the limestone was cheaper than um, the concrete reflecting pool that was built mm. in the back part of the distillery. Mm-hmm. So, like. Like on like a ratio of like two to one okay. <laughs> or something like, <laughs> which is funny because like, um, when you go now like uh, the uh, you know there's some of you know it's clearly aged yeah. and like it was left in disrepair for a yeah. long time uh, before Castle and Key came and and like resurrected yeah. it, um, but Dan was saying that the the reflecting pool. Uh, is under this like really nice canopy and like um, yeah. it's like a covered uh, 
like thing. Yeah. Um, it's like in like a garden, like all this cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but when Castle and Key bought it, it was filled with trash and like debris. Yeah. Um, when they cleaned it out, all of this concrete from like the 1800s was like pristine. Yeah. <laughs> so <cool>. like, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, yeah. like over well over a hundred years old, oh, yeah. and it's still at least like you know perfect. Which is which yeah. is funny. Julia took a really cool picture of the reflecting pool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Julia, who went with us to the tour, uh, the the Bourbon Matters Kentucky tour, uh, she took a really cool picture of the reflecting pool, and then you could see it. You can see what looks exactly like the cap of the bottles. Yeah. For Castle Key, and that's actually if you look at the, you know, the the, the topper, the cap of the bottle, it looks like it's a circle with some lines on it, mm -hmm. uh, like concentrical lines. And they took the idea for the cap or the topper from the reflecting pool, how it's reflecting the circle at the top. Yeah. So Which is pretty, pretty cool. neat. Yeah. Maybe we, I, we'll have to ask her for a picture so we can put it on Insta, on our account. Yeah. Dan said that, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he gained some appreciation for the castle and key bottle, but he still hates it. <laughs> I don't know why. Dan's just the most peculiar guy sometimes. <laughs> it's no pappy. Well, no. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was that was cool that they drove us by. You know, we drove by uh, Castle Key, which is maybe a mile, maybe a couple of miles from Woodford Reserve. Yeah. Um, so nice. You know, the limestone building. Same concept as Woodford. It's like tucked into the hills by the river. Um beautiful it's just beautiful area and all of the warehouses because m most of them are limestone are completely covered in black fungus yeah and that was something that i remember somebody telling the story the first time i went to the bourbon trail um didn't stick with me until this time when i really noticed that all the warehouses in buffalo trace or at buffalo trace were covered in black fungus mm -hmm. woodford reserve castle and key all the ones that still have warehouses of either concrete or limestone or brick completely covered in black fungus. Yeah. Makes sense after they explain to you that you see the warehouses, many of them have either no windows or windows open. And the fumes of the ethanol that are that's being evaporated come out of the warehouse, gets onto the you know, the, the concrete or the brick or whatever it may be, or the limestone, and then the fungus just the like the ethanol starts taking over and the walls are just black yeah the fungus like absorbs it or something yeah like yeah i mean can you imagine being that fungus that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah. how do i turn into a fungus <laughs> just drinks whiskey all day <laughs> maybe i already am a fungus that drinks whiskey yeah. <laughs> yeah and then uh when we went to heaven hill they actually power wash all of their warehouses yeah. uh once or twice a year to keep the that off yeah but then others just totally leave it so it, it's interesting yeah, to see i that. like that they left it you know buffalo trays they don't really care they're like yeah that's what it is yeah Here it is it's the fungus great i mean you know at some point you're there's probably not much return for <laughs> cleaning it off so other than aesthetics yeah which i don't i mean it's a good point um barstown for example has a lot of new warehouses, if not all of them, because they're brand, you know, they're pretty new. Yeah, and it's it's metal at this point. Yeah, so I don't know if the fungus grows on them. Probably not. Um, yeah, I don't know, because the 
the Heaven Hill ones were. I don't know if those were metal yeah, or I don't not. Remember. Yeah, I don't remember the warehouses. They looked almost yeah. like concrete. Or it might be more difficult for that that to grow to attach without the, the metal. Like, yeah, without the stone or or yeah. brick, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool though. Like I I enjoyed the the story of you know the the warehousing, the fungus, the running of the steam through the warehouses. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Um, oh, man. and. That's one of the things that Taylor actually pioneered was mm -hmm. um, steam heat mm -hmm. to like mod, uh, monitor temperature within yeah. the warehouses, um, which Woodford actually did as well. Yeah, I think Buffalo um, Trace had Woodford has them. So it's uh, it's an interesting philosophy because the places I had been before, yeah. they're just like, yeah, we just throw it out there and whatever happens happens. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Buffalo Trace, Woodford. Yeah. Um, I don't know of any other ones that, that did it. No, I think those were the only two. But it's interesting Castle that they're... May, maybe, because those warehouses, you know, they're old, too. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it they, could be. Yeah, they have the steam running through them. But it, it's just, like, interesting to see that philosophy of, like, we want to keep a very tight window yeah. of temperature. Yeah. Like... Man, it, it, the whole concept is just amazing of distilling i mean the whole process and the concept right the sourcing coming up with the mash which buffalo trace mash one and two are apparently one of the most secretive mashes out there that only yeah. a couple of people know at any given time um then to the distilling and that process just seeing it in action is so great to you know barreling the the whiskey putting it in the barrels and it's just amazing. I mean, it's it's an art. It really is. Yeah. It's really cool. Then I didn't know, too, that uh, this one I learned on the trip, that these guys, Taylor, Pepper, and even Colonel Sanders, <laughs> they're all Colonel somebody. Yeah. And this whole time, I kept thinking these people came back from the war and started distilleries. Yeah. Or Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> and then it's like, by the way, none of these people were actually in the military. Like, yeah. That's a title they give important people in kentucky yeah i'm like oh interesting <laughs> yeah it's just like a it's like a gentlemanly title yeah. kind of thing colonel taylor pepper sanders this whole time i i thought there were people that came back from the war and started you know yeah businesses, <laughs> or something. like yeah okay like holy shit there's a lot of colonels that came That's, out of kentucky <laughs> people became businessmen good for them Great trip. Uh, I'm really enjoying this Taylor Rye, which uh, the first time I tried E.H. Taylor Rye was my guy in Dallas found me a bottle, sold it to me for about 200 which eh, it's about right. It's about what you should be paying. It should be like 95 I think. I don't know what rye retail is, but I mean, Taylor Rye. Regular is uh, 40. bourbon is like 40 yeah so but i think the rye was about double so okay, i think it's about 90 because they normally are yeah like angel's envy you know, normally it's like 45 angel's envy rye is about 90 and that makes sense um my guy in dallas found me a bottle sold it to me and we opened it actually i, I opened it with you and dan that's yeah, when i opened yeah. my bottle when when i met you guys well i mean I, i've known dan uh, but you guys came over to my house and we got to drinking pretty quickly. And I was like, "Hey, let me let me open the the Taylor Rye." And holy crap! I mean, I was just blown away. Yeah, this that was the first time so I had good. tried it too. 
so freaking good. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, there, there's really good rye whiskeys out there, including Angel, Angel's Envy, which is one of my favorites, but there's nothing that compares to this. Yeah. It's, um, you know, all the Buffalo Trace mash bills are closely guarded secrets. Like you said, um, it's like, we don't really know what the mash bill is for this. Yeah. Um, but to me, it tastes like it's probably a pretty high corn mash bill. It's got to be because um, of the sweetness. Because it's pretty sweet for yeah. a rye whiskey. Yeah. Um, you do get the, like, peppery, you know, flavors yeah. that you'd expect out of a rye. But it's not like the, um, you know, 95% ryes that we've had yeah. recently that are, like, you know, taste like floral and, yeah. and stuff like that. This tastes like a, a... Like a high rye bourbon almost. Yeah. But... Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. It, it, it's, there's got to be. There's got to be a decent amount of corn in here. It is sweet, and that's part of why I love this this whiskey. It's because it's sweet. By the way, mm-hmm. I, I forgot to give Sam, uh, Sam out in Marengo, our guy Sam, a shout out because he got me my second bottle of Taylor Rye. Oh yeah. Um, so thanks Sam, uh, for finding me a second bottle, and now I uh, drink my first bottle pretty freely because I know I have a second one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So to your point. One, the color of this, it's beautiful copper color. Yeah. Um, it's a Buffalo Trace product, which says it all. You know, it, and I'll touch on that in a second. I mean, uh, for a second, because it's easy for anybody that's new to bourbon or whiskey or, or whiskey drinking to say, well, I got to have Buffalo Trace because it's the best. But why is it the best? Is mm-hmm. it because it's not available and you just want it? <clears throat> do you really appreciate it? Yeah. Like, do you truly think the flavor is something that you cannot compare with another one and it's it, it's the people that just wanted to have it like well i, I gotta find a blend because that's the thing oh right. stupid these products have been produced non-stop for 200 years buffalo trace is the longest continuously running distillery in the country not in the world because the scottish probably have been drinking whiskey yeah. since like five thousand years running um <laughs> In, in the U.S., longest-running distillery, the mash bills were decided on pretty early on. So they've been using the same mash bill continuously for at least 100 years. Yeah. And they've perfected every step of the process. They've perfected the distilling, the water they use, the filtering, the bottling, the barreling over 200 years. And it is true. Like, these are uncomparable products. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's um, there's definitely, <clears throat> I think, a level of the, like, legendary, you know, with, with yeah. their stuff. Um, but we're on, uh, this will be episode 35, I think. Yeah. Um, wow. We've tried 35 different bourbons and ryes yeah. on this show, and this is still, like, one of my top. Oh, my God, yes. This is probably top three ryes. Yeah. Yeah. And regular E.H. Taylor is probably top five bourbon. Absolutely. Um, so good. Mashville 1. It's sweet. It's peppery. Even the, the regular small batch Taylor it has a really nice spice to it. Yeah. Um, it's, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, the the obsession is, like, seems to always be with Blanton's. Yeah. Um, which, like... You know, I like Blanton's. Yeah. It's good. 
But I, I have had bad bottles of Blanton's. Yeah, that's a that's the problem with single like, barrel. You know, you you try it and you're like, this doesn't yeah taste as good as yeah. like the one I had, you know, before. Yeah. Um where like I mean the tailors are all um, you know, blended. Yeah, it's a blended batch. So it's yeah. It's definitely more consistent and you know, they're I think Taylor I'm I with think you. they're superior to Blanton's. A hundred percent agree. I think Taylor can take down a blends in in a on a blind taste any day of the week. Uh, it is you know again the the consistency has there's a lot to say for consist uh, consistency, and blends is good. It's a great bottle. You know I'll drink it any day too, but I there's way better Buffalo Trace products out there. Yeah, um, Taylor being one of them, and I've always been a fan of Buffalo Trace bourbon. Yeah. And one, it's funny because I've always thought, like, you know, this bottle's $25, $30, and it's great. And it's easily available. Most places you can find a bottle. Not all of them, but most places you can find a bottle. I did not know it was an eight-year. And we talked about mm-hmm. this. Did I talk about this when I was drunk last time? Yes, I think so. So I won't repeat the story because I was drunk last time. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. I remember, the, I remember being there. Uh, but one, I didn't know it was eight. Two... I would, honestly, on a blind taste, and people are going to hate me for this, I would put a Buffalo Trace against a Blanton's on a blind taste and let it let it go at it. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd probably pick the Buffalo Trace over the Blanton's. Me too. Depending on how good that, that Blanton's is. How the is, batch but, was, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Because, like, the, the Buffalo Trace is older than Taylor is. Mm-hmm. I think Taylor's, like, five... Or six. or six, yeah. And Buffalo yeah. Trace is eight. Eight. Blanton's is six. Blanton's is six also, yep. Then yeah, Eagle's 10, obviously. Eagle 10, which it's funny. We were in a room with, what, 40 tasters at yeah. Buffalo Trace, and, like, I heard four or five be like, oh, this one's not great. When they tasted Eagle Rare, I'm like, you are out <laughs> of your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> Eagle Rare is superior to a Blanton's. It's easier to find too, and it is superior to a blends. Yeah, some of the people in our group, um, mostly the people who like who didn't drink all. whiskey, yeah. did not like the Eagle Rare, which I was like so very weird. surprised by. Yeah, me too. Um, but I think Eagle Rare is mash build two, right? I do not know, and I would pull up a picture, but I lost my phone. I think it is, and I haven't had a phone for four days. <laughs> <laughs> so the picture that I took is on my phone, and I I did not back it up. I lost all my pictures. Because uh, um, Taylor is batch one. Taylor is one. Or Mash Bell one. Taylor is definitely one. Yeah. Uh, Blends is two. Uh, Elmer is two. Eagle Rare, I um, think, is two. Oh, Mash Bell one is Eagle Rare and okay. Taylor. Okay. Cool. Mash Bill 2 is Blanton's. Mm-hmm. Mash Bill 1 is Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace is 1. Uh, Elmer T. Lee is 2. Yeah. And yep. I think Rockyle Farms is 2. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's surprising that, like, uh, there were <clears throat> people in our group that were like, oh, uh, yeah. no, I, I liked the Buffalo Trace, but I didn't like yeah. the Eagle Rare. And I liked Blanton's, you know. Shame on them. Really? You know, because <laughs> it's funny, you, and you're right. You know, a lot of it, it is true 
that the taste, your palate has to be developed. It is true to, that to a new drinker, some, some really good things are going to taste like shit because your palate hasn't, hasn't developed. It's not about marketing. I'm not talking about the marketing ploy that, whoa, this one has tones of pepper. Yeah. And what, no, I'm talking about the true <clears throat> palate and the tasting of the bourbon. It has to be developed. I mean, I, if you gave me Eagle Rare 10 years ago, I'd be like, this is a, I don't know, it tastes like alcohol. I, I don't yeah. know what it is. Well, and like you know, the Eagle ha definitely has way more um, oak notes yes. than I think the others do. It's so it's a, yeah, it's a different. Yeah. It's a um, bolder taste. Yeah, it's a bolder taste than the others. So I could see that being off putting yeah. if you're not. If you haven't developed it. Ready for that. Yeah. But if you ask, the people who have been drinking whiskey and specifically bourbon for, you know, five, 10 years, you give them equal rare and there's no comparison. I mean, that thing is so freaking good. Yeah. And everybody will tell you, like every one of them will say like, yep, this is, this is great. This is great. Um, and, and there's something to be said for a 10 year bourbon. Yeah. Uh, especially, uh, again, like we were saying a Buffalo trace mash, which has been perfected over the last 200 mm. years. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, going back to this rye, it's so smooth. It's sweet. It's easy to drink. Spicy. I can still. I took my last sip about maybe two or three minutes ago, and I still find. I still feel the spice. Yeah. But not in an overpowering way. In a very nice. I'll make a quick reference. I'm also Mexican, uh, <laughs> but I'll make a quick reference that if you have a jalapeno or a poblano. If you have a jalapeno and a poblano and a serrano pepper, the serrano is going to kick your ass. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel like your mouth's on fire. The jalapeno is going to be somewhere in between because it's a little sweeter. Yeah. The poblano is going to be like more flavor than spice. That would be like that. It's the equal of what I'm feeling with the, with the rye that I can feel the spice in a flavorful and nice way. Yeah. And it's like a very like welcoming linger. Mm -hmm. It's not like... Um... You know, a like shitty aftertaste no. that's like sticking with you, you know, and you're like, oh my god, like I need Which to is drink a problem water with a lot of rice. <laughs> like, you know, like James Pepper rye can have that effect. Mm -hmm. uh, the single barrel, the the toll bottle, that's a single barrel, right? I think, mm -hmm. yeah, that can ha that rye can have that effect that the aftertaste can be actually a little a little bitter, um, and not in a good way. Yeah, but this has no aftertaste. Yeah. This is just so smooth. Uh, very vanilla -y. You know, again, we talk about the sweetness. Definitely, there's got to be corn here. Yeah, um, there's a lot of bourbon flavors in this yep. along with the rye. Um, and it's very much that, like, Hallmark rye peppery yes. kind of flavor. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's so good. Uh, it's It's like... This would be a really good dessert rye, kind of like Angel's Envy, but Angel's Envy's got more notes of maple syrup. This one, there's a little bit of maple syrup in here, but not a lot. It's not it's not as pronounced as Angel Envy. Um, this would be a really good dessert rye, you know, with like a nice cheesecake or a creme brulee. Mm -hmm. uh, and, not or, but and, a cigar after. So this is really good to drink with dessert and then have a cigar. Yeah. And it's um it's a good I think dessert pairing because it does have a little bit of sweetness, but it has enough of that that 
the uh, kick. Yeah, the kick to yeah. counteract yeah. a sweet dessert, you know. Yeah. So so it's so your mouth is not like, oh shit, you're giving me sweet over sweet. Yeah. It's like you're giving me sweet and then you're counteracting with a little bit of of bitter spiciness, but bitterness in a good way, in a really good way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I man, I love the the spice in my mouth right now. It's yeah, so it's, good. It's, it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I think when um when we tried this at your house, that was the first time that you and I met. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um cuz you had known Jenna and Dan from No, I hadn't met Jenna either. Oh, you hadn't that met first, Jenna. No, that f- oh, I, mean, I thought she, you, we worked okay. together, but I never met her. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you met Jenna and I yeah. for the first time. Um yeah. And, you know, Dan was telling me, like, oh, this guy's got, you know, a bunch of whiskey. I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Great. <laughs> and uh, so, like, you know, we came in, then you, you pulled this out. And I was like, this was one of the things I yeah. thought I would never see in find. my life. Yeah. Um, then when we tried it, I, I told Dan, like, that I was having, like, a religious experience because it was so good. <laughs> it is. So, and that was my first time trying it because we opened it that night. And I was having a religious experience, and it was so freaking good. I mean, yeah. it is. But, yeah, that was fun. And now that was, what, a year and a half ago? And it just snowballed from there. Yeah. <laughs> that just got so bad. Yeah. I think that's when I probably still only had about maybe 50 bottles. Uh, and I had some repeats, so it wasn't all unique 50s. Um, but that's when... You know, my my best bottles were like EH Set of Rye. Mm-hmm. I did have Rock Hill and, and Elmer. Yeah. But now it's shit. Now it's just snowball from there. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Including this room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Well, I'm not sad that I, I was supposed to bring the rye today. I've had a hell of a week. Uh, not like Dan. Dan's about to get kidnapped. He's, <laughs> he's having a worse week than me. Uh, you know, he's going to be... Like Joe Biden is gonna have to ride the president of Slovenia to <laughs> make a trade. If he, I don't know if Biden will do that for Dan. Um, <laughs> but I was supposed to bring the the ride today, and I forgot it. I was in Mexico uh, for the last four days, right after the Bourbon Trail. Yeah. So I we got back on a Monday evening. Mm-hmm. I got on a plane at 1 p.m. the next day to go to Mexico for fun because I won't see Iron Man. That was a great freaking concert. By the way, Iron Man was saying, like, at the concert, like, hey, this is actually the highest selling concert of the tour. And it was 68,000 people. And I think the second closest was Brazil at 64, which that's why a lot of bands go to Mexico City to record. Well, they have a massive stadium, too, right? Huge. Yeah. Uh, And this one, well, so they do. But this one actually, because they it was a bigger the the regular stadium where they they normally you know they get like fifty thousand. This one they did it at the Formula One track. Oh, okay. Which they put they, it, it has permanent uh, stands all around like a stadium mm-hmm. to see the the race. And so a lot of bands when they they go big, you know, they go to this track. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we were there and I had a great time. I saw Iron Maiden, took the subway back to my friend's house. Subway, if you've seen those videos or pictures of Hong Kong, people trying to get into the subway where they actually push them in. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> like, they were pushers outside. They're like, okay, everybody in, and then they would push you in. <laughs> what I'm talking about is that you are, 
leg to leg, body to body with about 50 other people over surrounding yeah. you. So anyway, I looked at my phone. I didn't have new anything. So I put it in my pocket. Somebody probably saw me get out of the subway. I didn't have a, a phone anymore. Long story to say that I feel ahead of a week. This is the best way to <laughs> cap it, to cap the week, actually, because I'm moving. I lost my phone. I, didn't have, I haven't had a phone for four days. I had, and, and work's been busy, so this is good. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. Um, so, yeah, so I think uh, next week, next episode, because we're recording this yeah. a little bit early, but yeah, uh, the next episode, I think, will be your last in-person episode. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say the last, because we'll come Well, back. yeah. But I mean, it will be the last living here, yes. Yeah, for for a bit, probably. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think we're going to do the Eagle Rare single barrel that gold I picked up today. Pick. Yeah, yeah, the Gold Eagle uh, had today. Um, it so is you, a pick, right, I think? Yeah, it's a single barrel pick. Yeah. Um, so and yeah. it's a 350 bottle. Yeah, it's a 375. A 375, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah the, the, the full size sold out before me and Oh, Jenna they had a full there. size? Yeah. Oh, I actually... Um, they. I don't think they had many. I think they had, like, maybe, okay. like, 12. So I, I actually prefer the small one because because I have some. <clears throat> yeah. Um, And I, I told Jake, the owner of Gold Eagle, I told him, I'm not opening this. Like, this is my, my memory from Gold Eagle, and I'm just going to leave it on the shelf. But nice. I, easy for me to say, I also have 25 Eagle Rares, Eagle Rares yeah. in my house. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we'll open that. We'll uh we'll drink that uh for for your uh living in Illinois goodbye yeah, episode. But you'll probably zoom in on the next episodes. I'll zoom in. <laughs> now I have to actually buy bottles again. <laughs> yeah. hey, we're having this like, well shit, now I gotta go find it. <laughs> um Yeah, no, it's it's you know, it's been good. Uh this this room really made it made the podcast. You know, this room's cool. The setup, the chairs, the the, the whiskeys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so now I'll zoom in for my new my new bourbon room. Yeah. In in San Antonio, Texas, I'll hang out with the fourth gram guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good way to finish the week here with a nice tailor. Next week we'll do Eagle Rare. Um, we have a bunch of pictures from the Bourbon Trail on our Instagram. Yep. So go check those out check those out we we just hit 600 followers today so thank you that's that's a it took us so i don't know i don't know how many weeks but it was a lot of time it's a it's a long time that it took us to get a three and four hundred yeah and then it was like okay well i think we can make 500 and then we hit them about two weeks ago because we we hit 500 right before we went to yeah. kentucky and now we have 600 and like yeah like the week after two weeks yeah that's amazing yeah so anyway thanks for following at bourbon matters in on instagram uh we you know we we talk about bottles mainly we have uh pictures of us either at a tasting or uh trying new things and talking about the new things that we try we also have the episodes there on instagram that you can um you can see when we release them uh but yeah bourbon matters we're also on facebook bourbon matters same thing Similar content. Uh, Dan, if he ever comes back from Slovenia, he'll, up with, he'll update the website, which is bourbonmatterspodcast.com. Uh, but, yeah, follow us. We have fun with, with everybody. Yeah, and uh, you can 
watch us on YouTube, uh, or you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, um, most OnlyFans, most places where you can listen to podcasts. Dan is probably on OnlyFans. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's got an OnlyFans account. Um, <laughs> now that he's in uh, Slovenia, <laughs> no, he's, maybe. he's got to do something for money. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, good. All right. Thanks for supplying the the ride. This is great. Yep. All right. You, we'll see you, you next have week. To play a dance role here. Yeah. Nice. Cheers. <laughs>